Blog Talk Radio.
welcome everybody. We are live here on Journey Into the Light, also live on Facebook. So we are coming to you all different ways and uh, here on the show. And we've got a great show lined up for you. Coming back from Australia is Rachel Thompson Phillips. And she's going to take, she's a psychic medium, and she's going to be taking your calls for readings. So call on in, 347-884-8245, and then press that magical one on your phone to come aboard, okay? All right. And um, this is the only show I have tonight. Uh, Some of you guys know Media Shell was scheduled to be on in two hours for our nighttime show. Um, But um, um, as she has said publicly, she's expecting her um the first grandchild and um and she's flying out to um San Diego um and um she got the news that it was now to come so anyway so uh, <laughs> so for good reasons she needed to go so uh we won't have a late show tonight um so this is if you want to get in this is the show to get in on okay um, and again, the number to call on in is speak to Rachel, 347-884-8245, and then press the one on your phone if you want to speak to Rachel, if you have a psychic question, okay? Press the one on the phone. Anything that's going on in your life, any troubles you're having, if you need to speak to someone, that is what this show is about. It's really about helping you. Um, it's not about, you know... Uh, so much, you know, crystal ball readings, and it's about helping you where you're at, and that's why I love what Rachel does. She's very good at not just giving you a reading, but helping you um, as like a life coach, and I think that is the beautiful balance. If you can talk to someone who has that balance, you're in, you know, you're seeing the right person. Um, So, yeah. So there you go there. And I do want to say, folks, if you can make a donation to our homeless mission, Love in Action, um, where we go out and we help the homeless. We help folks that just need a, a helping hand. Um, like this past weekend, uh, we, uh, myself and my um, co-host, uh, not co-host, my partner, in Love in Action, Jennifer Taylor, who's actually my co-host on LA Talk Radio, but uh, her and I split the bill of four families to turn on their electricity, and then, you know, last night we did a fundraiser for another family, and we came short of $200 um, of turning on their electricity, and I'm happy to say that Jennifer uh, Taylor took care of that and paid that and uh, got their lights on. So obviously, um, you know, Jennifer can't keep doing that. Neither can I. Um, So we really need your help. Um, This is a really tough time for charities because um, everybody's attention lately has been in, in the hurricane areas, rightly so. They do need your help and support, and I definitely support that 100%. And uh, but you got to also keep in mind the folks throughout the country, 
you know, in all the different areas and towns and cities um, that still need help, just like these families that had no electricity. Just because there was a hurricane in Florida didn't mean their lights came on. Lights were still off. So, and then when, when it's a family with small kids, my heart goes out to them. So, um, so we help, you know, everybody in needy cases, okay? Um, and when it's something like turning on someone's electricity, someone asks a question, if I go and pay the bill or do I give money to them to pay it? No, I go and pay the bill. So we make sure the lights get on for the family. So you can donate at our links that GoFundMe, um, which is listed on the show page. Also, PayPal is listed on the show page. I'll put it in the uh, Facebook um, uh, chat area. But, I mean, we have literally taken a guy named Burles who was homeless. Now, get this. He was homeless since the age of 14 because his dad kicked him out of his house. Because why? Not drugs, guns, no, girls, no. Because he wanted to go to church. And when his dad forbidden it, he still went to church. He felt the calling of God. He went with his uh, friends and family in the neighborhood. And when his dad found out, he kicked him out of the house and said, don't you ever come back again. You're dead to me. And he never went back at age 14. I found him. I was led by God to find him pushing two shopping carts full of cans um, at the age of 66, living on the streets of Oklahoma City for the past 25 years straight. And long story short, we were able to find him a garage apartment that now he lives in that he calls home. And this is a home. He's got walls. He's got a roof. All because of all of you with helping love and action. That's the beauty of it, and that is why, folks, I spend so much time talking about it. I know there's some people get a little bit irritated that I spend too much time, or I, um, I've heard this said, too, that I, I put too much pressure on people to donate. Well, let me tell you a secret. I've um, been doing this a long time, 10 years, as far as helping people, raising funds for people, and if I say that, hey, the link is there. If you want to make a donation, go ahead. It never works. And someone told me, try it again, Michael, last week. I tried it again, okay, for two hours on the radio. I said, there's the link. If you feel inspired, go make a donation, I said. And we left it at that. At the end of two hours, how much donations do we have? Zero. Zero dollars. And that's because... People are not with me seeing what I see. So I need to pit, paint the picture for you guys so you know what we do and, and, and the folks that we're helping. You know, we're not helping, you know, people strung out on drugs and enabling them. No, I'm not doing that. I know who they are. Uh, it's easy when you've been doing this uh, for as long as I have. Um, in the homeless community, who is and who isn't. My dad was an alcoholic. I would never support something like that. You're not helping anyone when you're doing that. You're just hurting them, really. And uh, so um, so that's what we do. We really need your help. Without your help, there is no mission. There is no help. And I can guarantee you there are – There, I, I go out every – a lot of times, almost every day, but for sure, 
all day on my days on Friday and Saturday. And I've been doing this since Christmas. I have yet to see one person do what I do and just go out and just find homeless people or people who need help. I have not seen it yet. I'm, I'm not looking for a pat on the back. No, it's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying, you know, there's not enough help already out there. So please help make a donation. You know, if you're calling in, you know, it's like, hey, you know, make a donation of $25. We'll give you a 10-minute reading. It goes for a great cause. But if you can't do that, then donate what you can. Um, but it's not mandatory. Everybody is welcome to come, as I said. And um, there you go. Okay? All right. So there's the links. You guys know where they're at. If you need help with that, I'll come to you in the screening room. Now, let's get on with the show here. And let's bring in my guest here, Rachel Thompson Phillips, back to the show. Welcome back, Rachel. Hey, Michael. How are you, love? Doing good. How you been? Really well, thank you. So we're moving into spring, so it's now warming up, and it's really starting to get beautiful now. Yeah, you're getting happy now, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> your good time is coming. So yes. I know you and I. We have we have different thoughts of I'm happy now because we're going into fall and winter. That's my happy time. Uh, but I yes. know you like the hot weather, so. Definitely. And I think it's just like, you know, each person has this, such a total difference in their preferences and what they feel most comfortable in. And, and it's and it's interesting how, how dynamic people are and what their preferences as far as weather-wise and what helps them feel best about themselves and what makes them feel more motivated depending on the weather type. So I think it's really always great and diverse to hear each person's different preferences. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it's it is interesting. It definitely is. So, yeah. So, um, do do you um, um, so do you say like has this been your winter you're coming out of, then? Yes. You yep. call it winter then, and like in July and all that. Cause that's seems so crazy for us to think, you know, July being winter. <laughs> but. I guess for you, it's the same thing for, you know, for you guys. You yeah, know? for sure. Cause especially because, like, when you guys celebrate Christmas, you usually have snow and it's really cold, whereas here it's usually that scorching and it's so hot um, that we couldn't even fathom the fact that we would be celebrating Christmas with snow. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's that's crazy. We We couldn't, you know... I get you know the idea in our head to be blazing hot on yeah uh, you know, <laughs> on Christmas. So it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, you guys are all sitting around the fire at Christmas, and we're all sitting at the beach or swimming around and right. <laughs> doing anything to cool off. Right, exactly. You know, we think we're supposed to have these sweaters on and everything, and that's <laughs> just that's Christmas. <laughs> the turkey going and heat up the house, yeah. So. Oh, we usually still have turkey at Christmas, but it just means that the air cons are on and <laughs> you're doing anything to, to like make sure that the house stays cool while that the, the oven is on in the middle of summer. Right, right. Well, that's that's really interesting. So it's really neat being on Facebook Live too because we're getting people uh, from Australia come on here. Uh, Alicia um, is here from Australia and. And others, so that's really neat. 
um, since, you know, Facebook is worldwide so much. I know. That's what makes it so incredibly exciting is that you get to connect with people all over the world. And there's no limitations. Do you know what I mean? Like you can talk to anyone from any country and there's no barriers anymore. And I think that's what makes today, as much as technology, you know, it can be um, a bit over the top at times because there's so much of it. But there is some really amazing platforms that just enables people to be able to connect, talk and meet. And, and it wasn't available so many years ago, you know. And I think that's what makes it so incredibly exciting um, with the advancement of the technology that we have today is just being able to reach more people, be able to connect with them, talk with them. And you wouldn't have had that opportunity a while ago. So it's very, very cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I wanted to ask you, um, you know, you I'm sure have heard about the hurricanes we've had, you know, one after another hit the country, uh, real, you know, massive ones. Um, what's your thoughts on that? Is that global warming? Is that planet change? What do you think on that? I always, and this is just my own personal um, belief, is that I think there are times where human society can get so absorbed by their own self that sometimes some of these catastrophes, what we would deem as catastrophes, actually brings communities together. Um, we let go of so much because we start to realise that, you know, as much as losing our material possessions can be incredibly, you know, heartbreaking, uh, we start to see the simplicity of life again and people from all over the country, like I seen a picture on Facebook the other day, um, I'm not sure whereabouts it was, but there was all this flooding coming in and people couldn't get out of their houses and so there was this massive lineup along your guys' freeway with every single person that owned a boat. They were trying to get to the ramp so they could go and help as many people as they could. And that was just one person had decided to do it and then everyone did it. Now, um, I think situations like this, they're catastrophic to a degree, but for what it does to the human society and it brings in so much gratitude and love that... We usually take for granted, but we don't actually share. Um, it really brings those resources to the surface, and so therefore, I think every, I think every our our human race as a whole, I think we're always brought back to that simplicity of life, is that we can always help someone, and that you know, there's no in situations like that, there's no barriers on, on how much money you have. No one cares how much money you have. It's about how you can give, how you can help, and how you can just offer support. And it's in those times of need that the goodness in each person's heart really comes to the surface and we start to remove ourselves from thinking, being so self-absorbed and only thinking about ourselves, and then starting to realize that we can actually help others in times of need and just do that graciously without expecting anything back in return. So therefore, I think situations like this is needed for us as a collective consciousness to bring us back to the simplicity of living. Right, yeah. I agree, I agree. And especially um, too, it's incredibly unusual that you guys have had all of this occur just right after you have had the solar eclipse as well. So it's, that's pretty interesting in itself seeing um, America was the one that had full-blown um, solar eclipse. 
um, rays come through. So it seems incredibly interesting how the two have um, have worked in conjunction with one another because water is used as as a cleansing purification process. So um, I think in your country, it's definitely brought a great deal of unity together. Yeah, it has brought the unity, and maybe that's part of it because the country has been torn apart like never before because of the elections and the leader and all of this. Um, it's and then so it's 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 kind of expected, you know. You you have this and you have all this turmoil. Uh, you're going to have Mother Nature just, you know, react to it. Just uh, Yeah, interjects and says, hey, come on, we're all humans and we can actually, we can, the interesting thing I find about humans is in the animal cultures, animals don't just kill one another just for no reason. They do that purely and they don't harm other, and other creatures for just no reason. They do it purely for survival to eat. Whereas we as humans, we are very, very destructive in the way that we are with one another. And I think in situations like this, it brings us back to the fact that the most purest, uh, all of us in the most purest form all come from a shape of love. And how can we give that? And that doesn't cost a cent. You don't, you, whether you're the richest person in the world or whether you're the poorest person in the world makes no difference. Love is love and it doesn't cost anything. And in situations like this, I think it really brings all of that together. Race is not, no one cares about a race. I mean, you guys in America, you've had quite a lot of turmoil for quite some time between, um, you know, the um, people, uh, the, I'm not sure how you would pronounce it, but like the um, African-American uh, people that were getting harmed by police a lot. And then there was a massive uproar about that for a little while. And then you had the presidential issues come on and now you've had this. It really does bring people together, I think, and those boundaries and those things that we get so caught up in, um, they get eliminated from our life because we start to realise that they're really not that important. It's all a matter of how we can come together to help our fellow human. And I think that's what this really right. is doing with your guys' country. Sorry. That's, no, that's okay. I'll give you a minute there to maybe uh, see what you if you want to work on that for a second, but I want to add what you were saying is um, I agree because um, what has been happening. I mean, you talk about putting up a wall, we're going to separate, you know, the races and, 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 and just it's one thing after another. And then you have the, the awful thing in Charlottesville um, where the, you know, supporters of the KKK and all that, and this lady dies because someone runs her over in a car. And then our president says um, both sides are default. Like, are you kidding me? And, and now this happens and what happens and what people saw first in Houston and Texas where people came together helping. And there was clear times where like three or four different uh, races, nationalities came together to help one another, and they didn't care. It didn't matter. First, it was white, black, yellow, you know, straight, gay. It didn't matter, and I think that's what it's showing you. Um, and then again, on Florida, um, it's uh, time I'm seeing a softening 
of those of people who have been this hard line, maybe even the president. I don't know if it'll last. God willing, keep the prayers going. Um, um, maybe it will. Maybe it will. Maybe it'll make a difference. Because um, I know our president, for the first time, sat down with the Democrats, um, and they made a deal instantly uh, to for helping instantly those people in Texas. And now it's going to be for Florida. But um, you know, so it's it's. I don't I don't believe in coincidences. Um, and Mother Nature does uh, speak speak loudly. Definitely, I think your country has, and this and this is just my actual own opinion. I think your country, a lot of the people, there's have been walking around with so much anger and so much fear, and and that doesn't breed a happy environment for anything. It makes people work from a reaction response, so they automatically respond and automatically react. Um, just out of fear or anger. I think these kind of situations, it, as you said, it softens people and it diminishes um, and redirects people's focus and brings people back to um, realising that colour, creed, wealth, none of that makes any difference when it comes to Mother Nature. Um, and, then, you know, um, and so therefore it brings people together and we start to see people as humans um, because those filters have been removed, those, those filters of anger and fear have been removed and so therefore we just get to see people coming through and being so generous and you know sometimes in you know, times like this when people are suffering because there's so much loss going on for them, to just know that someone cares about them and will be there for them um, is the greatest gift that we can give to each other and it costs nothing and yet it's such a valuable commodity to just give your time and your energy and to support and help others in their times of needs. It brings out the most beautiful versions of ourselves and I think it's, an, it's, it's such a selfless act and yet one that we don't do often unless these situations come up. So I, I believe that these situations come up to bring us back to balance. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, are you okay going to calls? I think we kind of did our topic here. Yeah, no, um, that's cool. I'm ready to that go. Okay, yeah. great, great. Okay, great, great topic. Um, that's what's on everybody's mind, I know, especially here. Uh, is it on people's mind over there, what's what's happening here, all these, or is it? I always wonder that, all these hurricanes. No, it is something, I mean, like, I'm I'm not a person, I don't really um, watch the news, but my husband, ha- I mean, he's, my husband loves watching the news and he happened to have it on last night. I don't think we realise the magnitude of it, especially like in Florida, I think I said last night on our news here that it's 64% of all of Florida is out of electricity. And when they showed like a, a picture from up in the space, nearly all of Florida was black. And it was just like, then you really start to see the magnitude of just how profound um, that's, that's the magnitude of what's actually going on over there. Um, so it was, you can't help but not sit back in your, in your seat and think to yourself, you know, how you could help these people. Um, even if it's just sending prayers and sending love to them um, and hoping that together as families as everyone has got out and they're safe. 
Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm probably not sure if, if we realised quite the magnitude of how bad things were over there for you guys. Yeah, I mean, especially the the, the islands, uh, the the keys as they call them, um, and then the actual islands, uh, the, the Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic, and there's other really small islands. I mean, they got hammered really bad. Just really bad there. It's uh, Florida really. It, it really got off on, um, you know, wasn't as bad as expected. And I really think that there was such a long time of waiting for that storm to come. And the country prayed, I think, almost like never before. I know we did on this radio show. Um, and I think, you know, the prayers lessened it. I, I, I just saw that happening. I really did days before that Miami wouldn't be, it wouldn't get a direct hit. It didn't as expected. It was plan to get a direct hit um and the whole, whole storm you know was less than expected so that's that's something to be thankful for i think and i think it's so. really good because i think it takes people out of their thinking about their own self their own worries their own concerns and realize that there are some things um where we can direct our focus in a more constructive and more positive way that really does influence this world and then when we see as as a, as a human collectiveness and we see the charity and the, um, the love and the generosity that is given in these situations, I think it creates a softness globally um, and makes people realise that um, as humans we have these amazing sides within ourselves and sometimes they're not triggered unless these situations occur. So I think it's a real, um, brings people back to a bit of a reality. Yes, yes, I do believe so, too. All right, folks, we're going to go to the phone lines here with Rachel Thompson Phillips um, and the phone number to call in, 347-884-8245. And again, if you can donate to our homeless mission, um, please donate to the GoFundMe link. It's on the show page or the PayPal. Um, and if you're calling in, like we say, if you can, please donate $25. You'll get a 10-minute reading, and it goes for a great cause. Um Folks, if we don't help, if people in the spiritual community doesn't, then I always ask you, then who will? Who who will? Ask yourself that question. There ain't nobody. So um, I think we know that, um, you know, our bro- we're all connected. We are all one, and, uh, and we should help our brothers and sisters. So um, I think it's uh, a, a really great cause that, that's connected well with this show um anyway so there you go there um and let's go to our first uh caller there let's bring caitlin in um to the show welcome caitlin hi hi caitlin how are you love i'm good how are you good thank you good okay um so do i just like ask a question or yeah (laughs) far away love what would you like to what would you like help with um, I guess mostly, um, right now, like we're going through a lot of like financial issues and just, it feels like everything piles up and I feel like there is going to be a way that I will eventually see the light of, at the end of the tunnel and be done with it. Or, I mean, yep. no problem. So, um, the card that comes up, cause I use my cards, um, 
So the card that comes up for you is reflection and that I feel like you're taking on all of the responsibility and feeling like this, the situation that you're in is all of your own fault. And that seems to be a consistent thing that's playing around in your mind and therefore your focus is going on that and your self-confidence is starting to, to diminish. Um, and you're spending so much time in your own head thinking about things, thinking, thinking. I feel like my brain's going to explode from how much you're trying to think yourself out of this situation. Um, and yet there's no action. I feel like there's not as much action going in the actual direction to help you really move out of this. Um, I feel like the best thing that you can do at this point in time, and I keep seeing it in really big, bold letters, is plan. So whatever your current situation is like financially, sit down and be really, this is the time where we as humans need to sort of be really brutally honest and very, very realistic and go, okay, well, if I, if I, if this is my um, debts that I have and I would, and I want to get out of this, how long is it actually going to take me to do that? And how many weeks will that do? And what will I need to do to work towards that? Do I need to be able to bring in some assistance? We have some um, like um, financial agencies here that interject and help with financial situations and then be able to speak to those uh, companies that we owe money to and therefore create a really nice payment plan um, and I feel like once you actually have a plan because you're very um, so you really have this really great mind um, to be able to go okay as soon as I have a plan and I know what I need to work towards then you can relax but at the moment your your mind is really consumed by this and it's really affecting how you feel about your own self so I feel like if you sat down and were to really plan out how to get yourself out of this situation and then just religiously every single week stick to it, you will get yourself out of it a hell of a lot faster than, um, than what's occurring right at this very moment. And have a look around. Um, I'm being told to tell you to have a look around for those kind of financial uh, companies that could come in and help you with this situation and you'll find that there is quite a bit of a... Um, there's some agencies out there that will really be able to help you in this current situation. A lot of that will just come down to whether you can let go of that ego side of yourself going, oh, I can do this all on my own. It doesn't show a weakness to be able to ask people for help. It actually takes a great deal of strength and courage to be able to say, hey, this is my situation. It's not where I want to be, but this is my reality right now. And how can I work with you? Because I accept um, and take full ownership for this. But how do I get myself out of this? And I think the moment that you have a plan, you're going to feel absolutely like the world's taken off your shoulders and feel empowered. And then you'll start being, and then you'll start finding that financial flow will start really flowing in for you and you'll be able to get yourself out of that situation faster than you anticipated. Okay. okay. Yeah, like, I yeah. do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's this saying, thinking is the destroyer of dreams what happens with the mind is the mind if it starts thinking about a particular topic for a really long time and you feel like you have found a solution through your thoughts your mind will actually start to think that it's actually found that solution and move on and so mm -hmm. therefore we don't put the action in because we actually in our mind we believe that we've actually overcome it and so therefore you have to be able to have um, a if your thoughts are moving in the direction to help find a solution, then that's really cool. But if all of it's doing is becoming circular and it's just going around and around and around and there's no action and there's no solution, you, that's how we emotionally deplete ourselves. And therefore, we don't see the warning signs that we're doing this to ourselves and then all of a sudden we just sort of hit rock bottom and then one day we wake up and we 
just feel like shit. And that's because mm. we have so much energy into just going around and around in circles and nothing, no energy is getting directed into the action and the solution. Yeah, yeah. agree. <laughs> so yeah. you, you, you will, I mean, you've got a really great mind, so use it for, I think, it's, and, and this is something I truly believe in, um, as humans, our minds are so incredibly powerful. If it's not used in the right way, we become incredibly self-destructive. Use that beautiful mind of yours to empower yourself to, to move forward rather than just get stuck. And sometimes um, we have the capacity to think too far in front and think of every possible problem and then we just get overwhelmed Then we procrastinate. And before we know it, you know, a situation like this, you could get yourself out of in two or three months. You could blow it out to six, seven, eight months purely through not applying any action love. So that's my biggest advice that I can give to you and that's the message that's coming through to you. Use your mind powerfully to get yourself out of the situation and that will therefore then teach you how to um, use that great mind of yours for good. Okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. My pleasure, love. Have a wonderful day. You too. Okay, thanks for your call there. We appreciate you, Caitlin. Okay, and let's go to our next call here with Rachel Thompson Phillips from Australia. Um, let's go to California and bring in uh, Valerie to the show. Welcome, Valerie. Um, hi, hi, Valerie. How are you, love? I'm good. Uh, last time I spoke with you, I was asking about a job, and that you told me not to take that one, so that one went past. But you you said another one was going to come up, and another one has come up uh, with the initials S, as in Sam, mm-hmm. and and it's a part time, but it's four days a week. I want it three days. So I spoke on the phone uh, with the person, and um, I basically wanted three days. But do you see them possibly calling back to negotiate or? or calling to see if I will still be interested in the four days? Um, can, I just, can I just ask you a question? Yes. Um, what's, what's the difference between for you three or four days? Well, I kind of wanted uh, four consecutive days off. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason that you haven't taken the job is just because you want four days off? Well, we discussed it. She didn't offer it. She just told me it was four days a week and asked me uh, because it's, it's posted as part time. But to me, mm-hmm. part time is three days a week. But uh, I guess now part time is considered four days. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound doesn't sound much like part time. But I totally agree with you. I think right. it's a really um, before I pull a card for you, I'll just get, I'll tell you what I'm getting through and the reason I asked the question. This is a really, really great job for you. I feel like um, you, if you were to get yourself in the front door, so my biggest suggestion would be get on the call and say to them, look, I'll take the four days, knowing that in your mind that you really want to have three. Um, then what you can do is then negotiate that with them in three or four months and say, look, I can do this workload in three days. Is there any way that I can bring that day back again? Um, but I believe that the four days you will totally flourish. Like it's that extra day, to you, you see it as an extra day that's going to take you away from being able to do what you want to do. This um, job that is on offer has 
so much expansion for you to grow and for you to really share your skills. And I feel like this would be a really, really great opportunity. It's just that you've got it stuck in your mind of how you want it to be for you and you're not having that behavioural flexibility to be able to go, hey, you know what, this is pretty good. Uh, it's not exactly what I want, but let's work with this and move to the direction of where I want it to be a little bit later on down the track and I'll reassess then. Um, but I really feel like this is a really good opportunity for you in ways for you to really explore so much more of yourself um, and realise that uh, you have all of these untapped skills that this job is going to bring to the surface. So it'll be like going on a brand new adventure, being able to really highlight your great skills, but also then um, then your soul is going to go, hey, we've got these really new cool gifts for you to have a look at. And then you'll go on a whole new adventure on how to, to utilize those skills. And you're someone that um, you love knowledge. You love to learn you love hands-on approach. You love to learn that way. Um, and so, therefore, you're a bit like a, a computer, like, give me more input, give me more input. Um, and I feel like that in itself has been put on hold for a little while, but now your, your soul is going, we need to reboot this um, because it's really going to um, – it's almost like your light within your soul is a little bit dim, and this, and this job is going to really turn that light on for you because of all of these new areas that you'll be able to grow and expand. And so I see it as an incredibly exciting opportunity for you, love. So, um, as you say, my suggestion would be get on the call and just say to them, look, um, I know that when you put that up, if, if, what, if that's what you want to do, I would get on the call and say, hey, I know that you offered this at, at four days and at, at first I really only wanted three. I really like this opportunity and I'm happy to work the four days. Okay. Well, do you think that she's already uh, in the interview process with other candidates right now? Because I was thinking um, maybe when she finished you know, interviewing all the people that she needs to talk with. That no, she would I wouldn't wait for that because then she'll think, well, you're not really all that interested. So she's already looking for someone else. If you were to ring her up and say, hey, I am really interested and I would really love to be put in that category of someone that you're seriously considering, I, I really would like that. Okay. Okay, and because... You know, if you just think about it from an employer situation logistically, if someone rang you up and said, hey, I really like this job, but I only want three, and they're going, well, we've only got four, what do you want? They're going to go, well, okay, you don't, as much as you're a great candidate, you don't, you don't want to work with what we've got. So you're automatically okay. going to look for someone else. That's just, that's just, you know, the way that businesses run. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. my, as I said, my the thing that I'm being told to tell you is get on the call and say, hey, I would really like to be considered for this. So I've had an opportunity to think about it, and I would actually really love to do the four days with you. And oh, then okay. she'll go, oh, cool. Well, now you are a candidate. Okay. And do you see where I would uh, actually get the job? Yeah, I do feel like you are in a very, very good running. I think at this point with what I'm getting is that her position that she's in, is she's, you're only a 50-50 because you're not, you're not flexible enough to work with them. The moment that she hears that you're flexible and would really like that opportunity, then that's going to put you um, really up there as a very, very high category person. So, yes, I do believe you have the potential to, to get this job and do very well at because you're a very competitive person. The moment you're told that, um, there's someone else you'll compete for you'll pull out the guns and, and, and let them know just how much they need to have you yes 
And that's, that's, so use that to your advantage right at this given moment. Let them know that they, that you are an awesome candidate for this position. Okay. I share. All right. Okay. Thank you so very much. Well, I appreciate it. No yes. problem. Thank you so much for calling in and, and letting me know of your progress, and I wish you all the best, love. So take care. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Michael. See you, love. You're very welcome. Take care. Take care, Valerie. Okay, great. Um, before we go to our next call, Rachel, tell the folks how people can reach you for like private sessions and things you do. No problem. People can find me on my website, which is rachelthompsonphillips.com. can also be found on Facebook under that name as well. Um, and email as well. So it's rachel at rachelthompsonphillips.com. All of my details are on the Journey into the Light um, site so people can jump on there and you know even if they jump on Facebook and send me a message on Messenger or email me I'm happy to uh, connect with people Okay great we have the link here on the show page as well and let's go to our next caller here um, again the number to call in 347-884-8245 let's go to Tulsa, Oklahoma my home state I think this is Kim is that right? Uh, 918 area code. Can we get you on the air? Hello? <laughs> Are you there? 918? No? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Call back in. She was in, the, she was in the Facebook deal, but anyway, I was just chatting with her. Let's go to Shauna in uh, Philadelphia. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Hi, Shauna. How are you? Good. Thank you. Um, I'm kind of in a tough spot in my life right now, and I just need some guidance, like, with my life and my relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, the card that comes up automatically is Disconnection of Self. It's, it's a chaos card. When this card turns up, it means that you are getting trapped in your own thoughts. Okay, um, and when we do that, we negate to see the warning signs that, um, and we start going downwards in our own self, and we become very, very disconnected with our own self because we get trapped by our thoughts. We become disconnected from um, what's going on in your present world because we isolate ourselves and remove ourselves from situations, and it's like you can even be around people, but you're still stuck in your own head. This is usually an indication where you're focusing too much on the future and not being present within your current reality of what's going on right now. I feel like you don't really want to make a decision. I think you're sort of waiting for, and it really surprises me because you're a really, you're a really um, take charge kind of person. So this sort of surprises me, but I feel like you're the person that's waiting for the answer as to where the direction goes. And I think that is incredibly frustrating for you. Um, and I think you're worrying so much about the future. If I make this step, this is going to happen and, and if we spend too much time into the future, we can think about everything that could possibly go wrong. And then we become so overwhelmed that we fail to see that our future is only dependent on the actions that we take right in our reality right at this very given moment. My biggest suggestion would be to sit down and become very, and I'm going to use this word, okay, and I don't mean it in any harsh, in any harsh way. I would sit back and I would be really honest and really truthful with myself and ask myself, what is it that I want you're at a really amazing crossroad at this point although you know uh, I say gifts 
come to us and don't always come in pretty little boxes. Sometimes the greatest gifts that we have are that help define where we move from this moment on can feel like the tower card where, you know, we feel like our whole world is falling apart. But in that very given moment where we feel like things are falling apart, we get to choose what it is that you want to keep in your world. And this is where you can become really inspired by this current situation. And if there are things that are happening in your world that are not in alignment with where you want to go, you do have the opportunity to surrender and let it go. Usually the biggest fear that comes from that is that because there's nothing to fill that space in immediately, we would tend to hold on longer to something, even if it's not the right thing for us, because we have fear about the future. So I would, um, that's the biggest message that is coming through for, for you is to, you know, you don't have to hold on to some of these, some of the situations that you have got going on in your life, love, really are quite crap. And you actually deserve to have something so much greater. Believe in that you deserve to have better things that come to you. Your self-value and your self-worth has become a little bit, it's like, been a few rounds in a punching ring um, and I feel like you just sort of need to take a bit of a breather for you for a moment and then come back to the situation and ask yourself that really important question of what is what is it that you want because the only important thing that matters in this world is with your own happiness um, and if things aren't bringing happiness into your life then you have to ask the question of why is it that you are keeping current situations that are not bringing the best out in you Right. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, thank you very much. My pleasure, love. Take care. Okay. Thanks for your call there. We appreciate it. And um, let's see where we go next. Um, Let's see. So if anybody else wants to call, we probably have time for one more call after this. 347-884-8245. And then press the one on your phone. Um, Sandy in Atlanta, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, how are you, love? I'm doing fine. I'm I'm dry. It's in a, I'm in Atlanta and it it wasn't too bad. Well that's very, very good news, love. And and I was just wanting to know I've got my dad's house up for sale and I showed it to a lady today uh, and her husband today and I was just wondering how that is gonna go okay so the card that comes up for you immediately is trust is the key so that means that um you know that the house is going to sell so in just go with that guidance okay i feel like there is so much anticipation behind this house selling um for the next step um but just take a step back you've done all of the really great work it's a good place you've got a good price on it and just know that it is going to so I think these people um, they could be potential Um, I think they've got a few little financial things that they'll need to sort out which could take a couple of weeks so I feel like even if you don't hear an immediate 100% yes today I feel like within a couple of weeks that house will sell okay do you you think it's going to be a cash deal or yeah because you guys have so many different ways in which you sell homes over there don't you um I feel like there's going to be half cash and half 
uh, something else. And although it doesn't feel like it fits right for you guys, it's really going to work out um, in the best in the long run. Okay, so just because it doesn't come the way that you would like it to be, don't discount it, okay? Okay. All right, because sometimes uh, what can happen is when we get a massive influx of cash, we do this, 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 and this, and this, and then we sit back in six months' time and go, well, if I had my time again, I would have done things just a little bit differently, and this is what this situation is going to be like, and that's why I feel like it's going to come 50% one way, 50% uh, cash and 50% um, a different avenue. So just because it's not the way that you would want it to be, just um, don't immediately say no to it straight away. Just go away and think about it, um, and um, I feel like that would be an opportunity that you would go, yeah, that, that actually does actually could work out really good for us. Okay. Uh, I'm just looking forward to selling my dad's house for a reasonable price and, you know, uh, moving on. <laughs> it does. It can be really, um, it can consume so much of our energy when we need to do a really big job like that. Um, so, uh, and there's so much anticipation that sits behind such a big, and you feel like there's a really big responsibility that comes with it too. So, uh, I totally understand where you're coming from, love, and I wish you all the very best. Um, and it's good to hear that you're nice and dry. And um, just know that the next the next step is going to be a really good opportunity for all parties involved. Okay. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure, love. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. All righty. Take care, Sandy. And um, all right. Well, Rachel, great first show back. Uh, we got through all the callers. And um, so that's a great, uh, we had a great topic. So, yeah, that's great. Thank you. All right. Well, um, what time is it there? It is nearly 10 o'clock in the morning. 10 o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday. We haven't even, <laughs> the sun hasn't even gone down here on a, <laughs> on, on the Tuesday. Now, how can that be? <laughs> yes, I that's what I mean. The diversity of technology today. You're talking crazy? into the. You're already talking right. into the future already yeah. today. Yeah, I'm, I'm traveling right now. Right. <laughs> I'm in Wednesday, guys. That's right. Ooh, feels for. good. <laughs> I, I skipped sleep and everything. I don't feel tired. All right, <laughs> I can do my Wednesday's appointments now. <laughs> Oh, All right, well, you have an incredibly amazing week, and um, everyone help out with the the homeless mission. Remember, every little every little cent that we all donate helps someone else. Um, so, and I hope that everyone there in the states stays safe. And um, yeah, wishing everyone all the best over there. All righty, thank you, Rachel. Have a good week yourself. We'll see you back here I next will Tuesday. Do. Okay, okay, then take care. See you, Michael. Bye, love. Okay, bye-bye. Oh, that's Rachel's always really nice and uh, very, uh, very, very funny and good, and I really enjoy it. So, yeah, isn't that something? We um, we actually did some time traveling. We actually did some time traveling today. So, <laughs> Wednesday, I can go to the doctor and uh, the hospital, the wound care, and get looked at my leg, and... Looking forward to that. So can I go now? <laughs> but can I go now? <laughs> and it's so weird how in Australia it could be 
almost 10 o'clock. The sun is up, and here in Oklahoma, where I am, most of the country has still got the sun up on a Tuesday. I mean, that's crazy, really. You think about it. Of course, it's dark somewhere, right? So where is it dark at, I guess? Well, it's dark in, like, the U.K. and Germany and Russia. Okay, so Africa will be dark right now. And it'll be getting dark here soon in Boston, I'm sure. Sun's down here. Oh, okay, sun's down. I was wrong. Sun's down in Pennsylvania. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think that went out too far, did I? <laughs> the East Coast is so dark. But here and in California, think about California. Or Hawaii. Think about Hawaii. Jennifer Taylor, who's my co-host on the L.A. show we did earlier today, she is only um, she's only 3 o'clock in the afternoon. 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. Think about that. 3 o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. And Rachel is Wednesday at 10 in the morning. Think about that. I mean, those times are really close. 10 a.m. and 3 in the afternoon on two different days. Think about that. Is that freaky or what? Huh? What do you guys think? And, of course, she's in Hawaii, so she's... Okay, Courtney, we'll see ya. She's in Hawaii, so she's as far... Um, west as you just about can go, I guess, before you cross the 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 day line, I guess you call it, right? Because once you get in over to Japan and all that, and the Philippines, right? That's all. That's all the like the next day, whatever they call that over there, right? So, so yeah, that's. So she's about as far as you can go. So, wow. Five hours difference and two different days. Did you get that? Between Hawaii and Australia, there's only five hours difference and two different days. (laughs) So you could call from Australia... You could call from Australia at 10 in the morning, call your friend in Hawaii, and they'll say, hey, it's 3 in the afternoon on Tuesday. And then you say, oh, it's um, it's Wednesday here, three, you know, 10 in the morning. It's like, what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, in the UK, it's... Um, Six hours is the difference ahead, which, um, so, uh, right now be like one in the morning, which is kind of crazy. And, uh, Germany is seven hours ahead. See, I've learned a lot of these times because all the different guests I have had on throughout the country. And, uh, but yeah, but the biggest one that really gets me is when, when they're on different days, you know, like we we just had with with Rachel on a two on a Wednesday, and here we are, you know, on a Tuesday, sun is still up, haven't even had dinner yet, and they've already finished breakfast on a Wednesday. So 
That's a big world, right? But still small. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't forget the homeless mission. Everybody's forgetting it, and it's really, it's really sad. It's really sad. It's really ripping me apart. I don't know what to do with it. I just. How do you how do you close it down? How do you close the homeless mission down? If I closed the homeless mission down, I'd have to close my radio show down too, because they're all connected. You know, you can't just help people here at the show and not help those in need, like the homeless. You just can't, can you? Our homeless mission is, we started it last Christmas with Jennifer Taylor and myself. Jennifer runs Quantum Touch. It's a healing modality. And I go out and help the folks here in Oklahoma City where I live and help the homeless or help people in need, help families like we just did. We we turned on lights for five families that had their power off. Um, so we have moved a homeless guy named Burles from being homeless since the age of 14 to now the age of 66, he finally has a place called his home. Um, so that's what we do. Um, we do amazing things for people um, and change lives. And there is so much need out there, but there's so little support. And that's the sad thing. Um, I can sit here for hours and no one give, but... This is a spiritual show. People ain't going to give here. They're not going to give anywhere. And I don't know why people are tightening their hearts, but, you know, we're all one, and we we're, we can all be at the same spot they're in. Um, you know, I, I went through an F5 tornado four years ago, homeless, had no place, had lived in and out of hotels and things like that for two months. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think I'm any special person. Um, I really don't. I just think I do the things you're supposed to do in life. And when you see someone really in need, I've seen, you know, I post a lot of my pictures on Facebook. It's a lot of the folks that I help, so you can see that we're actually helping people. We're not just saying it, you know, because you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta make sure, right? You can't just, you know, you can't just, you know, people will say the most craziest things that they want your money for, and it's like, okay, I, I know people that say they help the homeless, and I say, where's your Where's at least a couple pictures? You don't have to take pictures of everybody. That's crazy. And you don't want to invade someone's privacy if they don't want pictures taken. But you should have a little bit of pictures, right? And they're like, they don't have any. What? I don't know. I'm not going to judge, but I'm just saying. But I I post my pictures. You guys who know me, uh, I post, you know, a lot of pictures of the people that I've helped throughout since Christmas, almost a year. And, uh, but, so that's what we do. And, and, but none of this is possible. None of this kindness of my heart 
can happen without your guys' support. I mean, Jennifer Taylor, who's my partner in this, her and I, over the weekend, split the bill to turn on power for four families out of our own pockets. I don't have extra money. My wife is sick with lupus and is disabled. So, and I do this radio show. I don't make a huge amount of money, barely pay my bills, but I couldn't tell no to these families since our fundraiser failed. Um, so, anyway. You want me to send you a message, Kaylee? Okay, sure. Scranton High School. You went to Scranton High School. Wow. Did I? Was it you that was here earlier? About we talked about Joe Biden. Is are you from Scranton too? Anyway, yeah, I'll send you a message here, and uh, any any help we can get, I greatly appreciate. Last night we did a show and we needed to raise $250 to turn on lights for one family with three little kids. And we came up short. Um, We could only raise $50 and we were $200 short. So I didn't have the funds to, to pay this one. And, but luckily Jennifer did one more Jennifer Taylor, who's has a heart of gold. And, um, we're able to do that, so anyway. Oh, you're from Iowa, okay. Knoxville, Iowa. Wow. That's fairly close to I grew up in Nebraska and Norfolk, Nebraska, very close to Sioux City, Iowa. And um yeah, I spent time in Lake Okaboji in Iowa with with friends during high school with their families and uh, traveled and spent a weekend in Des Moines. Um, so yeah, I went to school in Lincoln High School, not high school, college, Lincoln, Nebraska. So yep, yep, um, Hawkeyes and. Iowa State Cyclones. I know Iowa pretty well. (laughs) Pretty well. So, all right. Hey, Angelina. So, uh, 
Kaylee, I sent you a message. Um, so um, whenever you want to chat, um, I'm there. And um, everybody else, thanks for being here. I'm going to shut down this uh, audio, this Facebook Live. And um, I'll be back live tomorrow night. We'll be back on the air at um, 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 Central, 6 Pacific, when we'll have on Nashville's Astrologer. We'll be on. So, all right, everybody have a good night. Much love to all of you.